This is Outlandish Outcasts at outlandishoutcasts.com. Welcome to Outlandish Outcasts. I'm your host, Al. With me, as always, the spooktacular Desi. Oh my God. I use that first. Yeah, so nobody will ever know that. (laughs) I'll know that. You'll know that. That's enough. That's all I'll ever know. Now you need to die. I need to die? Well, someday I will. (laughs) I'll finally get to rest in peace. (laughs) Maybe. This is not going to be no like from Married with Children where Peg's got to be buried right next to Al. Al wanted to be buried next to his, the horse celebrity dude and bought a plot and that's where he wanted to be buried. The horse celebrity dude? Wasn't it Psycho Dad? No, it was a horse. It was a horse. It wasn't Mr. Ed. No, it wasn't Mr. Ed. I think it was supposed to kind of be Mr. Ed, but it wasn't. Am I starting to resemble Peggy? No way, never. I'm like, I know I'm a redhead and all, but. Yeah. Well, I think I'm going to kick off our first story here. If I'm starting to act like Peggy, I want pretty fluffy little heels and bonbons. Mm, buy yourself some pretty fluffy little heels and bonbons. I'm sure Al did not buy those for Peggy. You're probably right. Mm-hmm. My first story is my favorite subject. Oh. Uh... I'm going to talk politics. Why would you do that? <laughs> I just yelled at you. <laughs> it's okay. There will be no controversy in this political story. Oh, thank God. I am positive. I'm positive. I'm tired of politics at this point. This story comes from the small little village of Pavlinko, Russia. Okay. Now we're bringing the Russians into it. Yeah, we're it. bringing Russians into it, too. <laughs> we're getting super political here. Okay, what um, what's up with this town? Nikolai Loktev is the mayor of this little village. And it's a, a very small village, mostly log houses, wood-burning stoves. I want a log house. It's about 300 miles um, Is that where they make Moscow. the maple syrup? I don't know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's about 300 miles east of Moscow. And he has had an election coming up. Like, they recently just had their elections. Okay. And he had a problem before the elections. Um, he was running unopposed. Now, in this country, that's not a big deal. Many, many people run for whatever seats they're running for unopposed. In Russia, they want to make sure it looks like things are always fair, so you have to have an opponent. Okay. Problem is, he couldn't find an opponent willing to run against him. Probably scared to get shot. He is he asked, a bad guy? A you mean know, I, guy? I really don't know much about him. Okay. Um, maybe, maybe not. I'm not sure. Uh, he did go back and ask the person who ran against him last time, and he declined. He asked a couple of people. Okay, um, maybe not get shot yeah, then. The other guy was still alive. He asked his assistant <laughs> that works with him. Why would nobody he run declined. against him? I, I'm not really sure. I thought that was really weird. So he went on this search because he had to find somebody. So he asked the janitor at City Hall, a lady named Maria Udgadsavia. Yeah, I'm not saying that name again. <laughs> I bet I could say that one right. I can't say a lot of names right, but those long, weird ones, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, election day came and went, and Maria won. 
I was just going to say, I bet she wins. I bet she wins. So Maria went from literally cleaning the city hall to winning the election. She did not campaign at all. That is funny. Remember, this is a small village, and everybody knows everybody. And she was very liked. She was a nice lady who everybody liked. And now she's like, <laughs> now she's I'm going to become corrupt. <laughs> nice little city. Um, her salary doubled, which she was very happy about. That, you know, went from being a janitor to a mayor and your salary doubled. That's kind of nice. Um, about $380 a month is what she gets for being mayor of this of this. But it, it makes, but that could be a lot of money though. It could, I don't think the mayor here makes any more than that. Maybe 400 a month, something like that. It's not much. So like small town mayors don't make any money. It's not their only job usually. No, but it makes you wonder, well, in Russia though, like what's. Yeah, that could be worth, that could be obviously worth a lot more in Russia, depending on, I have really have no idea what that kind of is like. Um, her first order of business uh, is to replace the janitor job <laughs> that she's no longer going to do. She should have just asked her, the person she was running against. She should have. She <laughs> would, should you, have. would you like my job? Um, since winning, she says her biggest goal is to install, is, in, is to have the streets paved and have streetlights put up. See, if she had to have her job replaced, odds are that was enough money yeah, to live on. Yeah, odds are it was on. enough money to live on, yeah. I just, when I think about small town mayor, I know like in this, around here, they don't make anything, so. But things are so different don't. here compared to other countries. They are. They are and definitely different. Well, I shouldn't even say, because there are other countries that are kind of like ours, but the majority of countries are not run like ours. Mm-hmm. Um, they, this, uh, the New York Times actually interviewed a bunch of people who voted for her. Uh, just to kind of find out what, what were you thinking, and just says, you know, uh, everybody they seemed to um, interview just said, you know, I, I know her. She's really caring, and I thought she'd be really caring for for our village. Wow. A um, couple of people did say they voted for her, but now feel very bad that she has to have the responsibility of being mayor <laughs> of the town. They kind of thought it was a joke that uh, they voted for, and didn't think enough people would to make a difference, but. That's funny. Yeah, that's my first story, starting with politics, Russian politics. Great. I'm <laughs> so excited. Politics. <laughs> so, no, that was pretty good. I still, I think I'm going to look up to see what $380 is. Like what's what it that like to would live be on in Russia here on or something. Yeah. Because yeah. that, that could be a lot of, a lot of dough. Oh, well, yeah. So, okay. So, my first story is the mystery of the green children of Woolpit. The green children of Woolpit. The mystery of the green children of Woolpit. Okay. So back in the 12th century, so we're going way back. A few years ago. Way back. Uh, two, two children appeared in the village of Woolpit in, in so, Suffolk, England. Okay. I'm saying that wrong. Seemingly Suffolk. out of nowhere. So there were no... or. These were no ordinary orphans, though. The boy and the girl spoke in an unknown tongue, uh, sported strange clothing, and only raw beans. And their skin was green. This story rings a bell. They were aliens. Like, I don't think I know this story. I just think I know similar other stories, but it sounds really familiar. Maybe it's just a familiar. Maybe. Maybe. Um, 
So their story began when they emerged from uh, one of the wolf trap pits uh, for which the town is named uh, the pit, wolf pit. Okay. Uh, designed to lure and ensnare dangerous wolves where likely at least twice as tall as the children were and it's a couple hundred feet in area. Okay. So it's a big pit. Um, a reaper discovered the pair and took them into town where Sir Richard de Calney gave them a home. Uh, in the time they lived, or in in time they lost their green coloring um, and d- diversified their diets because they were only eating beans. Oh, so they were green kind of from their diet, I'm taking. Is that what you're saying? Kind of what they are assuming. Okay. Um, though the boy became increasingly depressed and sickly before, um, like learning English and stuff, he ended up dying. Mm. Um, the girl learned to speak English and she relayed the story of how, of their underground homeland, St. Martin's land, uh, where everything was green and it was always twilight. So they could have lived underground. Who knows? This Um, is crazy. According to the girl, the boy was her brother. In one version of the story, she said that the siblings had been herding her father's cattle when they heard a loud noise and suddenly found themselves at the bottom of the wolf pit. Uh, An alternate report states that the children had followed the herd into a cave and had become disoriented. The sound of bells led them out, but when they emerged from the cave... They did so in Woolpit rather than St. Martin's Land. Um, historians have actually stitched the Woolpit narrative together from reports of Ralph of Cogshell and William of Newburgh. Although neither man had firsthand experience with the Green Children, um, their secondhand retelling differs in their details, but overall the story is the same. So this Ralph, he heard the story from Richard DeCane himself okay. um, who wrote of it in I'm not even going to try to say that but in, in 1189 he wrote this thing a monk and a historian William of Newburgh's his, had wrote it in another thing again not going to try to say that it's like Latin Okay. Um, also contains the story of the children Though he was more removed from the incident, both physically and in time, his version was published in 1220. So, but they reportedly came from a trustworthy source. But I would be willing to go with the first guy because if he talked to... I'm really confused. The guy who took him in. I am stuck on the girl's... Whoever... Implying they came from some paradise, almost. It's not a paradise. Land underground, like it. So. That it it just it threw me off. It made me think that they were like living in another world somewhere, and suddenly got transported here. Confuses me, and it makes me wonder if they were sleeping underground. Like they were in hiding, which it kind of makes sense. The more research I did on this, okay. Um, the story is based on actual events. There are a few plausible explanations for the green tint. One theory 
children had arsenic poisoning. The story goes into uh, their caretaker. What the heck was the other one? Hold on. Um, the other one was chlorosis. It's an iron deficiency, kind of what you okay. had mentioned earlier. Yeah. And the other one, um, yet it's perhaps the most likely theory um the children were from flemish immigration so most of the flemish immigrants were Mm -hmm. persecuted okay um so this is where i'm thinking when i was kind of reading if you look up flemish immigrants Mm -hmm. they speak a different language they were most likely from like russia or something on the run and people didn't want them around and they ended up being slaughtered so Mm. Odds are they were in hiding underground maybe at night or something. Yeah, that makes sense. So I don't know exactly, but it kind of made sense. Yeah. Um, So who knows? (laughs) Interesting. But it's just, there were so many, so many theories, I I guess. The the story, even more after even I said it, earlier like rings bells in my head and i don't know why because i don't i don't think i've ever actually heard it before but the beginning of the story of the two kids it just something like it's it's triggering a memory in my head and i can't place it i don't know well they say part of this they know that part of this is true Mm -hmm. it's just they don't know it's true it's kind of like a mystery in itself like it's something that'll never be solved i mean it's one of those things from history that you know there's many, many things from history we'll never know the answer to. And that's, sure that's definitely one of them. One of them. But yeah. could you imagine coming up a, a, upon a kid? Actually, we could imagine. I can imagine up a- <laughs> coming up upon a kid in the middle of nowhere by themselves. Yes, that's yeah. very spooky. In the middle of a dirt road. Yes. <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but imagine the child being green, like a tint of green. Oh, I would be, would be way freaky. more creeped out. That would be I'd be very, like, very creepy. Maybe alien? not. Maybe less creepy. You know, hundreds of years ago when this took place, maybe people had a, a dirtier appearance, appearance, so the green wouldn't throw you off as much. I don't know if people had dirtier I don't either, but appearances, it's just a, but I know people smelled more. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder how they smelled. Did they smell green? <laughs> not so good. <laughs> Probably made you green. Yeah, probably. Probably. My next story. This one, it, it's going to be short, and it's kind of shocking, a little weird, and I don't know how to feel about it. Okay. Um, Costco. I don't know how to feel about it right now. Costco, Walgreens, Food Lion, Giants Foods, and Stop and Shop have all pulled uh, the, I'm going to say this wrong, Kako brand of um, coconut milk, almond milk, coconut milk off of their shelves. Because of the word cock? No, it's spelled like C-H-A-O-K-O-H. I don't know. I guess it's a pretty popular brand of, of uh, coconut milk. But they pulled them off their shelves. The reason they pulled them off their shelves is recently there was an investigation done uh, that found that in Thailand, where this uh, coconut milk is is made, okay, uh, the company was using monkey labor. 
monkey labor. Monkey labor. Monkeys on chains picking coconuts. So the the saying, I could train a monkey to do (laughs) that. Exactly. Exactly. It's been proven it can be done. Um, Investigations found that a monkey can pick about 400 coconuts a day while on chains. (gasps) And then... After they're Aww, done picking, poor monkeys. they then put them in a cage till the next day when they come out and pick more Aww. coconuts. And that is horrific. It is, in Thailand anyway, it is not illegal. I don't even know if it would be illegal here. But it's horrific and here, shouldn't be done. I could see it being done here for animal humane purposes. Yeah. I We're probably one of the very few countries that have... Something about animals. I read the story and it blew my mind. Yeah, I, I would have to say that would blow mine too. So. Okay. Yeah, I. It does. Yeah. It would. (laughs) It does blow my mind. I've heard of a lot of you know you hear a lot of things about you know people hiring illegal labor or you hear of you know robots taking over your job. But don't worry about AI. We have to worry about monkeys. monkeys. <laughs> so, you know, if you are a, a coconut picker. I, my know, job's so easy. You can train a monkey to, a to monkey. do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't laugh about it too hard. <laughs> <laughs> it is being done now. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So, short little story, but I thought it was really interesting that monkeys are taking that, our jobs. You had a flashback of something with the kids. I had a flashback of a movie with the monkey with lipsticks, lipstick on. <laughs> Like, and they were actually trying to work doing something. It was a comedy yeah, show. Yeah, I can picture it in my head. I, I know exactly what you're th- yeah. s- saying, but I don't I don't, I don't remember the movie. I don't remember we're like from. lost people today. Yeah, we don't You're going to hate me at the end of all of this. Why? We're going to talk about candy corn. Oh, great. Candy corn. I like candy I corn. I hate candy corn. It's too sweet for me, but it's been around for a very long time. Very long time. Okay. Um, How long? A long time. Okay. I thought maybe. <laughs> Since 1880s. Mm. Um, so, whenever I think of candy corn, I think of Halloween. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you well, do or not. That's the only time I ever think of candy corn is Halloween. So, candy corn actually used to be called chicken feed. Well, that makes sense just from the way it looks. And in the 1880s, the majority of our country were farmers yeah we were a lot bigger with that mm-hmm. um people had chickens so this was a year-round type of candy okay so you buy it all the time um my grandma always had a bowl mm-hmm. of candy corn on the counter all year round one of my grandmas did too um but it was just more or less more or less uh mellow cream and people wouldn't think of corn as sweet because back in the days corn was not mm-hmm sweet it was there was no hybrids there was no sweet corn it is today nope um so back in the day though they also had the pumpkins chestnuts turnips i think the turn the pumpkins are still the same ones i mean i've seen i'm assuming because they taste the same gross they they do they're they're really good (laughs) no they're not as good as the corn it's probably because the corn is just a little it's, bit. It's, it's a smaller thing, and you get that the hard outside shell. Is the only time the I like candy thing. corn is if you put something bigger, 
but salty with it, like pretzels. Mm-hmm. Like but I, I have more. This last weekend, that was really good. Yeah, yeah. We were preparing for Halloween, mm-hmm. <laughs> so had to start the movies early. <laughs> we'll finish watching more movies. <laughs> um, but so. I don't know even know where to start with this. So farmers, they made up about half of America's labor force, as we know back in those days. Mm-hmm. Um, and people tend to think that the Jelly Belly Candy Company was the first one to make the chicken feed. Okay. They weren't? No, they weren't. It was uh, <laughs> Galitz Candy Company and probably Geolitz hmm. Candy Company. No idea. And it was like a, they had a big package of, or a, picture of a rooster on the package and hmm. um it's just the jelly belly candy company is who made it, made it popular how does it go from being chicken feed to being candy corn so i will get there okay, 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 i will okay, get okay, there okay, okay. sorry have some patience sorry. i have no patience i have no patience what are you talking about you sit there in the aisles waiting for people to move for you instead of going excuse me you just stand there yeah waiting yeah. I could never do that. I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> you didn't hear me? Excuse me. There's a difference oh, between having me. patience and being rude. <laughs> I wasn't being rude. I, I had to raise my voice the second time around because it obviously didn't hear me the first. Oh. Uh. So, anyways, um, Candy Corn maintained its association with chickens. And in the 1920s, they had the rooster, said that, and it was the king of candy cornfields. Okay. Um, was the motto. And in the first half of the 20th century, candy corn became a common penny candy, which mm-hmm. I think we've all heard of penny candy. Yeah, I don't know. You get it much I've never than... bought penny candy. I have. I, I definitely haven't. have bought penny candy when I was a kid at the gas station across the street. I used to pedal my butt to the gas station a couple miles and I'd buy a candy bar or some like sarsaparilla. You could get like the gummy cinnadus for a penny. Like, they didn't have penny candy in the gas station where I grew up, but I, I had like, it was a population of 500 and it was spread out among yeah. farmland. Yeah. Yeah. So not everybody went to the gas station. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have very many treats. Um, so anyways, most kids, they likely thought of them as candies to eat year round. Um, then special ones to get on Halloween, um, which wasn't yet specifically associated with candy. Candy corn might appear at Halloween parties, but it was also a celebration of Thanksgiving and Easter. And I remember okay. Thanksgiving candy corn being, yeah, I could see it that. was candy corn was on the table mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving. And I think it, cause it had the thanksgiving colors yeah, when could, i was a yeah, kid that would make sense I, it, it might have been in my family as well like i said my grandma had it on the counter like year round usually so but, but i'm sure it was on the on the table of food for thanksgiving yeah ours i know ours was and i never ate it, <laughs> oh, ate it, ate it. too much of it no um but as Halloween became more and more dominant back in the 50s mm-hmm. candy corn increasingly became the candy for halloween um they increase their advertisements around Halloween just for candy corn. And okay. did, they didn't really advertise the rest of the year, like mm-hmm. all candy mm-hmm. brands. They advertise for Halloween, but they're still advertising yeah, the throughout the whole year. The year yeah. So candy corn just kind of became, just kind of became a Halloween, Halloween thing. thing because of that. Okay. Um, 
So October 30th is National Candy Corn Day. So honor the original chicken feed treat. October 30th. Yep, hmm. Friday. Hmm. Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> so everybody get out your candy corn. Go buy a package of candy corn and I celebrate. I want to find a package. I want to buy a package that's called chicken feed. I don't think we could find that anymore. Probably not, but I think it'd be interesting if you could. I mean, maybe. No idea. Maybe. No Anybody idea. Anybody has a package of chicken feed, send a picture. My. And, and not real chicken feed like the yeah, candy. Yeah, no, we don't actually want chicken feed. We want candy. <laughs> send us candy. Uh, I don't want that candy. <laughs> well, I do. I'm sure the kids do too. Um, I don't think it's their favorite either. I'm not saying it's their favorite, but they ate it all out of the thing, the big thing that had a mixture. All they did was eat the candy corn. And That's because we've taken sugar out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> and then again, our daughter likes the taste of fondant. Yuck. Okay. My last story. Uh, this is a, it was a, a news headline oh, about a year and a half ago. A year and a half ago? Yeah, so it's not like up-to-date news Are you talking about Easter before Thanksgiving now? No, I'm not talking about Easter. Okay. I'm going to talk about a Home Depot in Wichita, Kansas. Home Depot. Anyway, Home Depot in uh, Wichita, Kansas had to be evacuated due to a bomb threat. The uh, police and bomb squad showed up uh, because uh, a guy came running out of the bathroom saying uh, that somebody just told me that there's a bomb in the bathroom and they're going to blow the place up. And the the clerk there said, could you repeat that one more time? <laughs> he said, I probably would have said the same thing. A guy a in what? the bathroom said that, he's gonna, that there's a bomb and he's going to blow the place up. So they called 911. They evacuate the store. Um, the Was he taking a shit and maybe meaning that instead? <laughs> You are on the right track. <laughs> My God, it's like a bomb's ready to go off. I'm going to explode. Two guys <laughs> sitting in the bathroom, both each in their own stall, and one of them says, y'all need to get out of here because I'm a, I'm fixing to blow this place up. See, I knew it. I took that as I have a bomb. <laughs> I'm going to blow this place up. They evacuated the whole store. <laughs> Note to self, it's okay and funny to say it at home, not in a store. Yes. In the public restroom. How does somebody take that out of context? I don't know. The the guy who um, I mean, usually you can hear by tone, but if somebody's in the stall, anyways. The, the, The guy who said it said he couldn't believe that his bathroom humor was being taken seriously, and he thought he was being funny, of course, because it is funny. It is funny. If that would have came out of my mouth, I would have been like, oh my god, everybody hold yourself here. I'm about ready to explode. <laughs> <laughs> um, the- and I'd clear out for at least 60 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, funny. Yeah. The, the, no no charges were filed. Nobody got in any trouble. I it was bet all a the misunderstanding. I'm sure had it was a, a good laugh. I'm sure it's a day that those cops will never forget. One of their favorite days at work ever, I'm sure. All exciting. And then it was so quickly de-escalated. Yes. Yes. So a bomb was about to go off in Wichita, Kansas. Home oh, Depot. my gosh. <laughs> Poor Home Depot workers. Yeah. So being... We're going to be coming up to Halloween. We're going to have a little fun. Oh, are we doing a quiz? 
We are doing a quiz! My favorite. <laughs> it's it's about horror movies. Okay. And you get to take the quiz. Okay. Should we time it? See how no. fast you can do it in? No, I'm not that good. I'm not a movie person, so this probably won't 20 well. questions, less than a minute. Yeah, Just I'm kidding. I can't this. even read that fast. Okay, so. Well, you know the horror flicks. I do not. I yeah, I'm a, I'm a horror fan. I'm not a movie fan, so there's many, many I don't haven't seen and don't know about. But You have a lot of horror movies. Yeah, I do. Well, we're going to see how well you know. Okay. We'll see if you're a casual watcher or a big horror flick watcher. Okay. So, what was used for the blood in the movie cycle? I can give you options if you need it. I'm going to need options. One, ketchup. Two, corn syrup and food coloring. Three, chocolate syrup for real blood. Corn syrup and food coloring. Chocolate syrup. Hmm. I know corn syrup and food coloring is I do too. used for that. So No, I know that too. Um, the movie When a Stranger Calls is based on which urban legend? Do you need me to... I don't know that movie. I don't know the movie, so I don't have a clue. So... Um, let me just go through the options so okay. you can randomly pick. Yep. Someone hiding in your backseat, the kidney thief, the babysitter and the stranger upstairs, the ever-ringing telephone. The babysitter and the stranger upstairs. Yep. Yeah, that, now, that, now that you say that, I know the movie now. I don't. And I know the urban legend as well, where there's a, the phone rings, the babysitter answers the phone, and through this creepy call... Um, eventually the callers, you know, or the babysitter ends up calling the police and the police determine that the call was coming from inside the house. Ew. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so in the movie Carrie, how does Carrie kill her mother? One, burns her. Two, hangs her. Three, knifes her. Four, shoots her. I've read the book. I've never seen the movie. There's a so book? Long. It's Stephen King. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> I've never I'm seen the movie. I'm into books, too. And, was, <laughs> and I read the book 25 years ago. I, I don't remember at all. B. I don't remember what B was even. <laughs> it was two. Oh. <laughs> it hangs her. Hangs her. Three, knifes her. Okay. So yeah. what was the name of the boy who drowned in Friday the 13th? The boy who drowned in Friday the 13th? His name was Jason. Jason what? Voorhees. Well, then good. I didn't have to list the options. See? <laughs> I mean, he's the killer in every movie after that. <laughs> I'm just making sure you're paying attention. Okay. 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 What horror movie featured a gourmet cannonball? MPS, I wouldn't know Jason. Hmm. What, what was the question? What horror movie features, what horror movie featured a gourmet cannonball? Gourmet cannonball? I have no idea. One, Friday the 13th. Two, Texas, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Three, Silence of the Lambs. Or four, Burnt Offerings. Cannonball. Cannonball. Well, if you said cannibal, <laughs> if you said the word right, I could tell you it's Silence of the Lambs, but I don't know what a cannonball is. No, no, was. cannonball. <laughs> cannonball. We're thinking Texas here. San Antonio. <laughs> Alamo. That was bad. Bad. Silence of the Lambs. Yes. Yes. I watched that in the fifth grade when it first came out. I've bad, seen bad, it many, bad. many, many times. 
So, which movie starring Brad Pitt featured the seven deadly sins from the Bible? You know this. Sevens. Wasn't that the name of the movie? Seven. Seven? seven? Sevens? Something like that? Seven. Yeah. No S. No S. Um, what horror movies make you believe that everyone has died when they have not? Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, April Fool's Day, Carrie. April Fool's Day. That's a movie? Yeah. I, I've, it's been a long time since I've seen April Fool's Day, but it was like a, yes, it was actually a very cheesy but good horror flick. Well, that's the answer. I've never heard of that. Um, who was the first to play Dr. Frankenstein's monster in the movie in 1931? No idea. Options? Sure. Boris Karloff, Bella Lugosi. It's Bella Lugosi. He, it's no. He was a news vampire. He was Dracula. Keep going. Charles Ogley, Charlie Chaplin. Charles Ogley, maybe I don't really know. Boris. Oh. Boris Karloff. Okay. Okay. So you already answered this. Who was the first to play Dracula in the movies? <laughs> Bella Lugosi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, what movie is a musical spinoff of the movie Frankenstein? Frankenstein's Daughter, Son of Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Isn't it Frankenweenie? Isn't that what came out recently? Yeah. Just kidding. That's kids. I really don't know the answer to this. I'm going to say Rocky Horror Picture, Sh- Picture Show because I like that movie, but I don't know if that's... It is. That's what I thought. Okay. What famous villain stalks children in their dreams? Yeah, it would be Freddy Krueger. You got it. In which Stephen King movie do the characters battle a clown named Pennywise? It. How many times has the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre been made? Like... One, two, uh, three, or four. A number one. I think there's been sequels, but I don't think that's what we're talking about. I think how many times have they made the first movie, and I think that's just twice. Yep, 1974 and 2003. Yep. Okay. Okay. Who was the psycho in the Halloween movie? Michael Myers. Yes, if people didn't figure that out with their last episode. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so in which movie were the characters at Camp Crystal Lake? That was Friday the 13th. Okay. Who was Michael Myers' first victim at age six? I have no idea. His mother, his teacher, his sister, the town sheriff. His sister. Yes. Okay. Makes sense. It's been a long time since I've seen first Halloween movie. In the movie Christine, what kind of car was she? I don't remember. It was blue. Do not remember at all. So we have four. It's another one where I didn't see the movie either and read the book. You never saw. I saw that movie. I did not see. I movie. also saw. Um, and it scared the living crap out of me. I'll tell you, I was little though, and I also saw Cujo. Okay. I I I, I will never ever drive into a junkyard ever. <laughs> when I was uh, ever young adult, I did spent a lot of time reading a lot of horror, and I read a lot of Stephen King. Yeah, I didn't read much. Um, where were we? What kind of car was... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Know. Okay, so one, Ford Fairlane, two, Dodge, Dodge Dart, three, Plymouth Furry, and four, Chevy Impala. I'm probably saying 
the Plymouth one wrong. I've never heard of An that. Impala? I really don't know. It's Plymouth Fury. 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 I, I think. didn't I'm, know. I'm not how, a car guy. I'm, I'm a car girl, but I've never heard of the, that. Hmm. So, in the movie Child's Play, what was Chucky? A doll. A stuffed animal, a good guy's doll. A good guy's a new, doll. There you go. I was like, I knew you knew that too. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember off the top of my head until you said it was good like guy doll, my but. buddy, mm-hmm. my buddy. Yeah. Okay. So, in what movie did Jack Nicholson play Jack Torrance? The Shining. Yep. Okay. This character in the movie, people told me at. In this movie, not other movies, Mm -hmm. that I look like her. And I'm like, I just don't see it. I don't see it. Okay. Who was the father of Rosemary's baby? I don't know. One, Santa Claus. Two, Satan. Three, Guy Rosemary's husband. Four, the mailman. Satan? Mm -hmm. That's what I'd have to... I've never seen Rosemary's baby. Um... 21, we're almost done. In Psycho, I can't do it. <laughs> what was Norman Bates' mother's name? You need options? I need options. Mary, Susan, Norma, Helen. Helen sounds about right. Hormone Helen. I call one of my friends that. I don't know. Norma? Uh-huh. I'm assuming he was named after her. So That would make sense. <laughs> in The Exorcist, what was the little girl's name? I did bad. <laughs> Reagan, Susie, Sarah, Catherine. Susie? Reagan. Uh, that's, that, I, I might have seen The Exorcist, don't remember. In the movie The Omen, who hangs themselves at Damien's fifth birthday party? Options, don't know it. His mother, his brother, his nanny, his priest. His mother. His nanny. Hmm. Um, in Nightmare on Elm Street, what colors are Freddy Krueger's sweater? Um, Christmas colors, green and red. Red and green, yes. Mm-hmm. What kind of creature was the thing? Options? Yeah. Sea monster, mummy, space alien, a man-made monster. Wasn't the thing? thing a mummy or a sea monster it was a mummy i think i don't know i keep wanting to swamp thing keeps coming into my head and not the thing so i'm (laughs) so i'm not sure space alien okay so yeah i was obviously way off see i don't know horror movies that well there was another list that i pulled up to and i'm like i don't know which one to go with because I just don't know. Like, the first question is, Clive Barker produced which two of the following movies? Candyman and Let Me In, Hellbound, Hellraiser 2, and Candyman, Nightbread, and Hellraiser Bloodline. It was the second option. Yeah. Yeah. You knew that? Yes. I knew, well, I knew he did Candyman, and I, I knew, I was pretty sure he did one of the Hellraisers. See, I, w- I see, Yeah. And I've never even heard of Piranha 3D. Neither. It's 2010. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. It was. I remember it being a big, like, 
obviously not a big thing in like the regular box office world, but in the oh my god, there's a like really good horror flick that came out world. Hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I did. I never saw it. So do you know who the original killer was? Who was the killer in the original Friday the Thirteenth movie? Jason's mom. Yep. Huh. Maybe I should ask you these. <laughs> Pinhead is a an pincushion alien Cenobite. The fuck's a Cenobite? Pinhead! That's what I thought. <laughs> Funny. Well, maybe I should have asked you that. That's Who interviewed okay. Brad Pitt's Lois Lewis in Interview with the Vampire? I have no idea. Christian Slater. Yeah, no, no. Okay, see? We would have lost you at some point, lost, too. Yeah, would have lost him no matter what. So I always think those are fun. I, I, don't wanted, mind, I don't mind them, especially when, like this one's something I was really interested in. So it was cool. I, w- I was trying to find something shorter, though, but a little bit harder. And I couldn't find anything like that because mm. I was going to be like, you got a minute to win it. Mm. See, I'm not just not that good with I'm I'm not enough of a person who likes to sit down and watch movies. I really like horror movies. I really, really do. Yeah, I know. It was like the first and only movie we ever went to together. But I'm I really struggle sitting down and watching a horror movie because it's I gotta sit down and watch a movie and you know me and I'm not a big movie watcher. And so. I won't watch them, yeah. so I make you watch my stuff. Yeah. Like my I compromise when we watch some creepy T V shows. <laughs> but they're not scary. No. I almost brought um, a story this week. I didn't, and I won't bring it after this so I can say it. But um, this week, uh, the I know you won't really know anything about this, but from the season one of American Horror Story, there was a it was, season one was called Murder House. It took place in this. I remember house. starting to watch the first episode, and I had to shut it off at the introduction because the little uh, boys went season, into that and that's what you tried to convince me. And I said, "No, horrible. no, I, I had won't to skip it." I I watched. It wasn't even five minutes into the show, and I was yeah. done because the, they were downstairs and all the ferment or formaldehyde yeah. filled jars yeah. of crap and and then the music started getting intense i'm like i'm done yep. i'm done right now <laughs> well, the, the owners of the actual house i mean the show wasn't filmed inside the house but the sets were created based on kind of the ins the inside of the house and the outside of the house obviously Ugh. was used uh the owners this year for halloween decided they did a vir- they're doing virtual tours of the house but it's like 25 dollars to take a virtual tour of this house i'm like that's kind of ridiculous for a virtual tour but weird yeah. quick way to make money i yeah, guess definitely looking for a, a way to make a good profit off of uh off of the fame that your house has so Oof, no anyway if you'd like to get a hold of us give us some feedback tell us anything just say hi you can send us an email to outlandishoutcasts at gmail.com Otherwise, you can come to Facebook and you can like us there, share our stuff at Outlandish Outcast Podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter at Outlandish Cast. Otherwise, (laughs) Otherwise, you can come to Instagram at Outlandish Outcast Podcast there. You definitely love our stuff and follow us. Yes, yes. Or please leave us a rating and review in whatever podcast application you are listening to this on. Because you're going to want to keep listening after you have subscribed yeah make sure you subscribe as well i'm hilarious instead of having to look us up every week all that hard work just subscribe you get it every week in whatever app you use so that way you can don't have to go what was that funny girls podcast again
Outlandish Outcast. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why were you looking like that? Because it was funny. I am funny. Uh huh. I know you are. Anyway. You looked at me like I wasn't funny. Have a happy Halloween, everybody. Bye. Bye.